Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cheap Talk Wrestling. I am your host, Dylan Sariva, joined again only by Brandon Carr as, you know, if you want to call him the champion, uh, the CTW champion, TJ Albin, has once again refused and just been somewhat ignorant to showing up to these recordings and, and trying to provide the content that Carr and I do for, for you viewers out there. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you. See, you're, I'm glad you're seeing this too, because I was, I wasn't, was late last week. CJ didn't decide to stay on whatever, right? He's ducking me. I don't know what his problem is. Look, I'm, I said it last week. I'll say it again. I want to talk to him face to face. I want a conversation here while we're recording this. What his, why is he ducking me? Cause I'm here. I'm, I want to know where he's at. I would love to do a three person podcast again, but again, you know, he's ducking me. I don't know what his problem is with me, but again, I'm, I'm open for business. I'm open to sit here and have a conversation and talk about it, but clearly he doesn't want to do that. So whatever. Well, you know, car, the thing is, is, is so frustrating for anyone who watched cheap shot and everything like that talking about how frustrated he was that, you know, our former champion didn't show up and you know how it's disrespectful to the brand and you know what we've tried to to cultivate and grow here at ctw now he's doing the exact same thing and it's it's just frankly upsetting and now thank you the the whole thing with he now only wants to defend it in a wrestling match but the the problem is car and and i I was just telling you this before we started recording i went back and watched battle of the interstate Mm. when you won the briefcase you still have the briefcase i do and there is video evidence of TJ Albin saying, you decide when to cash that briefcase in, and you decide the stipulation. So if he, you know, he's trying to, to back out, to, to weasel his way once again out of not sticking to something, but there's video evidence, TJ, and you got to stick to that, brother. You, this is you what can't I'm saying, back man. out now just to benefit yourself. I'm telling you, man, listen, he calls himself the provider, which, listen, I'm not going to take that away from him. He's done his due diligence in that department, but also 100%. I think he's providing a little bit too much for himself right now, which you know, I guess I can't hate it, but you know, when you're switching up rules of things that you've already said and going behind your back and behind everybody else's back, that's listening to this. Come on. Like, that's just, it's cold. Like you can't, you can't be using your power to do something like that. So listen, you said in that video, Hey, when you have that briefcase, you can cash it in in any way that you would like and however you would like. I haven't trained to be a wrestler. I would prefer not to wrestle him. So I'm going to do it What how, how he said he, that I can do it. I'm going to do it my way. So, listen, it was supposed to be at Longplex, unfortunately. Got hit with COVID and, you know, you stepped in for me. But, again, I can have my opportunity whenever I want, however I want, and I'm going to definitely use that to my advantage. So. I don't know why TJ keeps ducking me. I don't know why he keeps changing the rules. I don't know what's going on. So, again, come on this podcast. Let's talk about it. I would love to. I mean, hopefully, you know, we get the opportunity to do that soon. I'd really love to, you know, sort of have our, our, our three-way discussion here. I mean, not only do you, did you still maintain control of the briefcase, you're also the first predictions champion, king of predictions. Exactly. But Thank you know, you. we've said as again as well, video evidence and audio evidence that this is going to be defended every pay per view, and you know maybe TJ keeps on his O2 streak as the king of losers. Um, you know, so quick shout out um, as we get into our next pay per view to uh, Party Belts, who has been so gracious to us uh, as to give us not only the king of predictions but the king of losers as well, and um, you know. The thing with party belts is if you're looking to party like a champion, look no further than party belts. Party belts has you covered with their wide selection of championship belts to make you the reigning champion at any party you step into. Go check them out by heading on over to partybelts.com and use code and listen closely. Use code cheap15 for 15% off store wide. It's a great website, I'm telling you. So if you want to walk around and 
you know, I don't think you'd want to be TJ Alvin and wear a championship belt, but if you want to be Roman Reigns, you know, the tribal chief, go get, go get a belt on poweryboutts.com and we'll, we'll, we'll help you guys out with that cheap 15, 15% off. And this is going to be my only compliment to TJ. I don't know if you saw this, Dylan, but he was at the Red Sox game with our founder, Jason Pombo, the founder CEO, of the Daily Go, yes. the CEO. And TJ was wearing a pair of Yeats sunglasses and I thought they looked nice. So that would be, that's going to be my only compliment to TJ at this moment. But if you wanted to get a pair of those, go on to yeats.com and use code cheap10 at checkout and you get 10% off. They're very nice sunglasses, I will say. So that's the only compliment I have for TJ. Yeah, but go get, Ooh, go get your yeah, car. You got to remember the macho man mm-hmm. approved, brother. Ooh, yeah. But uh, you do it better than me. You do it better than me. I'll give you that. Uh, you know, at, you know, getting back to party belts and king of predictions, our, our next pay per view is rapidly approaching this week. Uh, AW double or nothing. Yeah. Uh, it probably, uh, I would probably say their WrestleMania pay-per-view. I feel like they always go all out. I think it is. It, I, I'm pretty sure this is like their biggest pay-per-view, at least in my opinion, I think it is. So, And I mean, it's it, it's a stacked card. I mean, a lot of titles on the line, a lot of feuds, um, some some opportunities to build uh, new new storylines, new characters, things like that as well. Um, mm-hmm. So what we're going to do for you folks, and hopefully TJ Albin will abide by this as well, uh, we're going three predictions a piece um gonna try and you know break up the matches and you know hopefully because it's a big card and we don't want to do nine predictions a piece and waste two hours of your time here on this podcast uh but we're going to give you three predictions a piece and we'll post them on our social medias at cheap wrestling to follow so you know what car you are our reigning champion i'll give you first pick okay so we're recording this before all the matches have officially been like walked in because there's still, you know, determination of who's going to be versus Adam Cole for the Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final for the men's side. And obviously, the women's side hasn't quite been decided yet. But, you know, I was going to go with the championship match first, but I'm going to save that. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with MJF versus Wardlow because I think this is a match that, you know, I think people are excited for. Obviously, this has been a story that's been going on for a long time now. Wardlow just hopefully, you know, for him trying to get his hands on MJF, there's been a lot of things kind of thrown his way. Sean Spears most recently has kind of been at the forefront of that, but this Wardlow versus MJF, you know, obviously Wardlow was MJF's right-hand man, his bodyguard essentially for the longest period of time to split. And now, you know, in this rivalry and then finally we're going to have this match. And honestly, I think it's going to probably go to Wardlow. I think they're really building him up to be, you know, this, I think trying to build him up to be a, a potential big star for, for them. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot that he needs to kind of develop a little bit more, but I kind of just feel like this could be a Wardwell win. Maybe it ends up being in a way that kind of prolongs the story. Maybe it's like a DQ finish or count out finish or something. Um, but my prediction is Wardwell ends up taking this match and whether or not he pins MJF clean or, you know, it's some sort of interference that causes the disqualification or, you know, something like that. Um, yeah, I, I would probably end up going with Wardlow here. I think that's a good pick. I mean, I think MJF and Wardlow has been a, a really good storyline for AEW. Um, and I, I agree with you. I, I personally think there's going to be some sort of screwy finish there um, just to prolong the story a little bit, you know? Um, yes, Absolutely. You know, but I, I think I, I might be going with a little bit of an easier pick here. My okay. first one as well, but I'm going to look at the buy-in match. And that is the newly formed tag team of Hookhausen. Very good. Very evil. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Versus uh, Tony Nese and smart Mark Sterling. Uh, you know, we recently, just this past Wednesday, as of recording, um, saw Hookhausen officially be formed. Tony Nese, you know, with the quick, you know, sort of screwy finishing and then the beat down and Hook housing you know form with the handshake and everything like that and now going into double or nothing i feel like there's no way they're just going to form them for a week to have them get buried um especially yeah. with the guys they're facing so i i feel like this is just going to be a nice good back and forth buy-in match and then hook housing goes over yeah you probably i think you stole my next pick to be honest with you because this seemed like a lot to me so i'm not going to go with it though i do agree with hook housing winning but i'm going to go again with another a different pick here um how about we talk about 
Matt and Jeff Hardy versus the Young Bucks. I think that's a kind of a very exciting match. Um, I think the build's been pretty solid for it. And, I mean, these are two tag teams that have obviously, I mean, <clears throat> you could argue maybe two of the top five tag teams we've ever seen in wrestling. Like, they, you can make that argument um, for both of these teams to be in that top five discussion. Correct me if I'm wrong, have they ever fought before? Like, has this ever been a match? I can't remember off the top of my head. I think I it think might so. have been when the Hardys first got released circa 2000. Might have been. 16 something like that yeah like a smaller indie oh you know where i think it was was actually uh omega wrestling the hardy's promotion there you're in right. north carolina you're right there you go yep so obviously it's something that's happened before but it's been it's happened on a smaller scale now you kind of see it you know in a pay-per-view form um you know honestly i kind of feel like that i go with the hardy boys here um you know the gun bucks obviously are fantastic and we know that but I think this would be for Matt and Jeff Hardy, you know, they're, you know, kind of reunited after, you know, Jeff Hardy obviously was in WWE for a while and then finally came in and, you know, this would be a big win for those two. And I think this is going to be a great match. I'm very much looking forward to this. I mean, these are two got two teams that just know how tag team wrestling works. Like if you were to look up tag team wrestling in the dictionary, like you would find, like you would find one of these two teams probably. So very excited for it. I'm going to go with the Hardy boys here um, over the Young Bucks. I like that pick as well. I think it, it, it'll it be a big win for the Hardys and um, things like that. I think I'm going to look to the first of one of the championship matches here okay. um, with, with the AEW Women's Champion, uh, Thunder Rosa, defending against Serena Deeb. I think this has been a really good storyline going on, um, especially with the inclusion of Dustin Rhodes. And, you know, it's interesting seeing him in this role since Cody left and you know, sort of not working as the Rhodes family, but, you know, sort of being this middleman and everything like that between the two of them. And I feel like it's been very, very heated. Um, I think when AEW first formed a couple of years ago, that was kind of a knock on them was their women's division wasn't really that developed. Um, but I think in the past, I, I would say probably just the past 12 months, it's really exploded. And um, the emergence of someone like Thunder Rosa as the champion has been really, really good for them. Um, I think she's a great face. Um, and especially going into Double or Nothing, Serena Deeb, uh, I think is a great heel for her to face and uh, the tension there. But I don't see Deeb taking the belt off her right now. I think Thunder Rosa is way too hot. Uh, the momentum's way too high. So I'm going to say Thunder Rosa actually retains here at Double or Nothing. But this is a match you can honestly put on for 25 minutes, half an hour, and I don't think the crowd would get bored. I agree. I agree, I agree with everything you said. Um, you know, especially because Thunder Rosa, I mean, kind of recently won the title off of Britt Baker. Like, is that going to, like, if she's just going to drop it, like, what is that going to do for her? You know, like, I don't think it's going to be any good. It wouldn't be smart booking. So, I mean, Deep's been good. You know, I think she's been, you know, I think she's earned her spot definitely to get – an opportunity, but I would probably say Thunder Rosa, I think would go over too. Um, but third match for me, I'm going to go with the big match. I'm going to go with the AEW world championship and it's going to be exciting, man. <laughs> um, CM Punk and his first opportunity. I mean, you, obviously like you, CM Punk obviously was a freaking fantastic champion um, back in WWE and, you know, now finally getting his opportunity here in AEW Definitely it was a matter of time before this was going to end up happening. And here we are going up against Heyman Adam Page, who, you know, for himself has had, a, I think, a very great run. Um, he's been champion, what, since November? He defeated Kenny Omega. So, I mean, he's he's been great. I mean, he's beaten a lot of great people. I mean, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, like, his the list is definitely very strong for Adam Page. But I don't know. Something tells me CM Punk's going to win the, the gold. I just the just the feeling that I have and kind of how I look at it. I mean, CM Punk is, I would say, arguably is probably the most probably the, the most popular wrestler right right now in AEW or like at least in the top three, top five. Um, I think he's going to be. I, I think this could be his opportunity. I mean, CM Punk has earned his spot in, in AEW. He's had a lot of big wins himself and. You know, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, his only like loss was to MJF, right? Was that the only loss he's had? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably been one of his yeah. only. Yeah. 
Awesome. And so I mean, fun. that was, I mean, that wasn't even like a clean win, I think. So, it, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I look at it and I just think CM Punk, whether or not it's the right decision to put the belt on him, I just kind of have this feeling that he's going to win it. And I think this would be a huge moment for him. And it would be interesting to kind of see what he brings as champion. Um, I just feel like, it, you know, hey, man, Adam Page has had a long enough run. I think he's had a great run, but this just feels like something where I can see a title change happening. And I can see definitely CM Punk taking it. Yeah, I agree. I think, although, you know, it's been a good five, six month run for Hangman Adam Page, um, you know, you're not always going to see year long uh, world championship reigns. And that's not to say I think that, like, you know, guys should only hold the belt for like 30 days, something like that. But, but I think here, you're not going to see another Kenny Omega level run. And, and one of the only names I would say right now that would be worthy enough to, you know, take down page would be punk. Um, and I think the wrestling world is ready for that. The wrestling community itself. I just think it'll be just such a huge pop. If punk, you know, finally reclaims another world title um, with how big of a, you know, just, how big the announcement was when he was coming back and then everything he's done since, uh, you know, I think there's some mixed reviews in there as well. People have kind of been sometimes cold on him, but he's still seeing punk. And I, I know me personally, I would also like to see him win the title. Now, if he ends up winning the title, do you think that because AEW, I mean, I think they've been pretty notorious of having long, like their champ, world champions having long runs. Do you feel like that CM Punk could like, do you think he would like turn heel and like have like a heel run like how he was back in um, 2012, 2013 when he had the title? Or do you think he'd have like a baby face run with the belt? I would love to see him have a heel run. That would be um, awesome. I would, and, oh my God, you know, so happy. get maybe an official summer of punk um, with no Kevin Nash this time. Um, <laughs> That's so true, bro. That's so true. Like, Kevin I. Like, you know what? Turn him heel. Like, have him win it in a screwy way. I'd love that. Like, and then just have him run until September with the belt. I don't even care if he only holds it for, like, four or five months. Like, oh, man. Like, to have, like, what we all thought in, like, 2011, 2012, 2013 was, like, the, like, best thing. And it should have been. Um, maybe AEW gets this right. Like, it would just be awesome to see Punk with a big heel persona. Um, I just, oh man. Maybe they can do it where, uh, if you remember how Daniel Bryan turned heel when he versed AJ Styles, like maybe he like wins in like a, like a whole blow or something or something like, I don't know. Like you turn him heel during the match. That would be really cool. If they can like kind of figure out a way to do that and get this heel run for punk. Oh my God. I think that'd be the best thing. Um, because I mean, these are, there's two baby faces that are going at each other right now. So, I mean, obviously you want to turn one heel. Um, I guess you see him punk turn heel. I like that would, I think that would be a great thing. And I think that's kind of what AEW could look for. Cause I feel like they kind of need that heel right now. I don't know. I feel like they don't have that like top, top heel. And I feel like CM Punk would probably do a really good job with that. I agree. I think that'd be the, the best spot for him. I think for my, my final prediction here, I'm going to actually look at uh, the six-man tag that's happening between Death Triangle, uh, composed of Pac, Penta, and mm -hmm. uh, Ray Phoenix, and then the House of Black, which is Malachi Black, Brody King, and uh, Buddy Matthews, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Buddy Murphy um, in WWE. I feel like this has been an interesting storyline, especially with uh, the rise of julia hart who now is wearing the eye patch similar to pack mm -hmm. when he got sprayed with the mist um and i just feel like house of black has like tormented a lot of the rasta over the past couple of months and yeah. i just feel like it's been like big victories for them and constantly wearing down on the people and i kind of like this little trio of of penta ray phoenix and uh pack I think yep. it's a it's a cool little group. So I'm actually going to go with Death Triangle here. I think they're finally going to be able to pull one over on uh, the House of Black. That would be yeah. I I don't mind that at all. And I think you're right. Where House of Black is just kind of ran through like 
a lot of people recently. They've just been kind of dominant, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. I mean, they could. I could definitely see some sort of upset with that. I think it's going to be exciting. I mean, there's a there's a lot of, I think, really exciting tag team matches that are going to be featured on this card. Um, I mean, you look at Jungle Express and Team Taz, Keith Lee and Street and Swerve Strickland. You know, for the AEW World Tag Titles, that's going to be exciting. Obviously, I talked about Matt and Jeff Hardy and the Unbucks. How exciting that's going to be! And then you have an Anarchy in the Arena match with Jericho Appreciation Society and Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and you know, it, it's it's going to be a very exciting the big brouhaha between Chris Jericho and. Basically, it's a falls count anywhere match with a bunch of other shit. Like that—that's what it always ends up being. It's like whenever you'd see a Chicago street fight, a a a, a, um, a Texas like street brawl. Like it's the same match with just stupid shit. Like it, it's gonna be good to watch, and I think like this pay per view really does have a lot of potential to do really really well for the company um oh yeah oh 100 i'm i'm excited for it i mean you know we talked about last week how aew the booking's been kind of iffy but i mean obviously the wrestling hasn't it hasn't dipped down and it's going to be kind of an exciting way to you know kind of open up a new um chapter for aew with you know obviously because this is we both talked about their biggest pay-per-view so now we'll kind of see like new storylines being built and maybe they'll continue some, like I could see MJF and Wardwell maybe getting continued, but you know, I just, it's going to be exciting. And I just really think the tag team wrestling is, it's very uh, prevalent and you see a lot of the, ta- a lot of tag team matches. And I think that those matches can definitely steal the show. I absolutely can see that. I think that's always been a highlight of, of AEW since they've, become a promotion is like how good their tag team scene is like i think at any given time there's probably six teams that could hold the the tag titles like they just have so many good like developed tag teams and even teams they put together like i said like hookhausen like i know i know it's like a comedy kind of haha kind of thing but like look at the rock and sock connection and oh my god you know maybe a way too early you know prediction there but like how they built hook up and like Danhausen's character as well like I don't know it, it I just think like tag team wrestling is its own thing like obviously when it's one-on-one you know both guys have to work on each other um but like when it's a tag team like you got the two guys on the apron working the crowd working the you know guys in the ring as well um it, it's like a whole different ball game tag team wrestling I wish WWE would adopt it <laughs> I mean, you know, you got the Usos, which we can even get into that too in a little bit too. But the whole blood, the bloodlines just freaking—they're absolutely going bananas, man. Um, well, they're now the unified tag team champions. Yeah, they're freaking on top of the world. But yeah, I really wish WWE would kind of, you know, take take a little bit from that. I mean, you know, AEW is tag team wrestling right now. I think it's just—it's really good. Um, so you wish WWE would kind of get into that, but. Should be an exciting pay-per-view, and I really am looking forward to pretty much most of these matches. And obviously, the tag team matches I think are going to be kind of a key thing to look at. There's a lot of good ones, and definitely could seal the show. I really don't think there's a you know, for lack of a better phrase, I don't really think there's a piss break match on this card. Um, no, I don't think so. It's it's been really good, and I mean, so I mean, you got to check it out this Sunday, uh, May 29th, double or nothing. We'll be watching for the King of Predictions Championship. You know, uh, oh, I hope I don't have a short reign, bro. <laughs> I really hope I don't have a short reign. Hopefully, I, I uh, go. And let's just longer. both hope TJ loses again. Oh man, two time losers prediction champion. Damn, that's tough. Uh, but <laughs> you know, I, I heard you mention the bloodline, and I would like to get into that a little bit because you know, I know. For anyone wondering, TJ is going to be on with a guest in a little while, but it's me and Connor's opportunity right now. Yeah, so. this is our opportunity. Thank you, you TJ. Know. I'll give you that. Thank you. Thank you. Even though you're not here, but thank you. You know, but yeah, we saw the Usos versus uh, RK Bro for uh, unification for the tag titles as well, and now we have unified tag team champs. Yeah, and the bloodline is just... I, I like it. You know, I know some people 
are on the fence about it, but I don't know. I like the whole like I like the whole thing they have going on. I think they're just there's the badass group, Roman Reigns. Uh, this heel gimmick that he has going for him right now is just it's awesome. Like I love like the whole acknowledge me, like all of that stuff. I love the gimmick, like pointing your finger in the sky. I don't know. I really like the Roman Reigns thing. And when I was at WrestleMania Backlash, there was a lot of people in the crowd that were going nuts when he when the Bloodline came out. So there's there's a lot of people who are are for this, but I'm kind of interested in seeing because I know there's been like rumors of Roman Reigns kind of like not like leaving WWE, but like being a little bit like like not making as many appearances, not many matches, um, and potentially going into that Hollywood role eventually. Um, I can obviously see that probably in his career, his future. But yeah, I mean, the bloodline right now is exciting, and I don't know how you feel about it, but they're you know with the Usos winning the. the the tag team championships now unifying the belts and kind of how SmackDown ended last week. They just, <laughs> I mean, they're doing it right, man. So I'm very excited um, to kind of see how this continues to grow. Oh yeah, I agree. I think like the, the bloodline and, you know, the whole thing with the family that we've known for so long, the NOIE family, um, you know, so many great wrestlers have come out of that. And I think it's definitely cool. I just, I wish I knew sort of how the tunnel was eventually going to end. Um, I know supposedly, supposedly through rumors and stuff like that, the rock currently doesn't have any movie roles booked for WrestleMania next year. Dane Johnson. Wow. And so I know the, the predicted idea is that him and Roman will face off, not for the belt though. So I'm interested to see who's going to take the title off of reigns. I think it's going to be Drew McIntyre. I, I said this, I'm yeah, I think I said this maybe a couple of weeks ago, but I just feel like that UK pay-per-view just feels like... If it's got to be Drew, his crowning, right? Like, I don't know. And Drew, you know, like Drew, I think makes sense. Like, you know, he hasn't had that proper championship run, obviously, because of the pandemic. I think this could be... I, I just feel like that they might want to go big for that, considering it's the first time in 30 years since we've seen that. Yeah. like a pay-per-view there, I could just see that. Maybe he drops one of the belts. I've seen that rumor, like maybe Drew picks up like the WWE championship and Roman hangs on to the Universal. We'll see. But I I, I feel like that that might be when he could lose it. I could definitely see that. You know what? I actually think that'll be the final one he'll lose. I think somehow he's just going to drop one of them to Cody um, to get the winged eagle belt back. I think that'll be that. And, and that could be as soon as, you know, SummerSlam. Um, that could but I think still dominate on the other show with the other belt. And then at, uh, what is it, Clash at the Castle, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to butcher the name, but I think that's what it is. Like, that's where, you know, the big moment for Drew is. And maybe there's a, a pay-per-view beforehand where he picks up the win versus Drew. And then, like, you know, fantasy booking here, folks. But I'm just throwing stuff around. Um, I think, like, that would be really cool as well. And just, like, an interesting way to end this, like, year-long domination that we've seen by Roman Reigns. Yeah, I mean, I mean, his run's been awesome. Um, one, oh, of the been best, one of the best runs for a champion we've seen in mm-hmm. quite some time. I mean, he's gone through the gauntlet of wrestlers. I mean, you can just go on and on. You know, John Cena and Brock Lesnar, Kevin Owens, um, The Fiend and Braun Strowman, and I'm trying to think who else he's beaten, Seth Rollins. Uh, like, he's beaten a lot of guys, obviously. Um, <clears throat> Cesaro at one point. Like, you know, Roman Reigns has, uh, had a, has had a run. So, you know, I give him a lot of credit, um, you know, for being able to do what he's been able to do. Um, and really just reinvent himself and being a fan favorite now, being a heel. I mean, they definitely did it right. I don't know. I don't know if they'll make him a baby. Fa- I mean, I'm assuming that, that they're going to eventually do that, but I love this heel run by Roman Reigns and just interesting to seeing how things go. And, you know, if he does end up versing the rock, obviously you got a storyline there already with the, you know, the whole family business and, you know, baby Roman, feels that the rock is the biggest you know the at the top of like you know the the food chain in that family and you know maybe he feels like he needs to beat the rock to get up to being the 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 top member of you know the Samoan dynasty 
in, in wrestling. I like that. Yeah, I think that's definitely a, a really cool just like way to build that. Like there's so much you could build that with anyway. Like I think that's just one great way. Um, yeah, because you know, Roman I, calls himself like the tribal chief, but like, you know, maybe the rock comes out and it's like, I'm sick of you calling me that. Like, look where I am. Look what I've done, you know. And that could just, I mean, that's a story in itself. And then obviously you can kind of keep going and building more towards that. So I'm excited. I, they, I, it seems like that they're going to go in that direction and I'm all for it. I agree. I, I think that's such a interesting, like, it's just going to be good. However, it works out. And I'm excited to see how WWE's booking goes. Um, I just want to take a quick second here to promote another one of our great sponsors here oh, before sure, we transition to something else. Um, and what I'm going to sh- shout out right now is definitely uh, Platinum City Gaming in Totten, Massachusetts. Um, you know, they have a little bit of everything. They have uh, laser tag. They have, uh, you know, all sorts of video game console tournaments, a wide array of alcohol if you're over 21. So what you need to do is it's out on Route 44 in Totten right off of route 44 in totten look it up um and it's it's a good time i definitely think our fans should check it out and i think uh you know maybe there's another game you could pick up maybe not at platinum city but car what else could uh people look into yeah i mean you know you got platinum city gaming obviously dylan great job you know a lot of great things with platinum city we love those guys over there so please go check them out um but another game that you guys kind of take up cornhole summertime you know this is a a prime opportunity there's going to be a lot of cookouts a lot of graduation parties a lot of get-togethers you know as the pandemic you know hopefully kind of dwindles down a little bit but you know wicked cornhole they're selling plenty of cornhole boards and if you go on their website wickedcornhole.com use that code cheap10 we will give you guys a 10% discount at checkout so Please go buy your boards at Wick and Cornhole. There's a lot of great boards on their website. Great guys over there, too. And, yeah, this is the opportunity to kind of play some cornhole. This is, this is the nice weather. This is cornhole season. Um, so very exciting. And please go, again, wickedcornhole.com. Use code CHEAP10 at checkout for 10% off. All right. Thank you. Um, so I think what briefly we want to talk about as well before we unfortunately have to leave, um, you know, and I'll, I'll announce in, in a bit who, who TJ Alvin will be speaking we'll, with. We'll, we'll give that away. Um, but, you know, wrestling is a forever sport. Um, you know, anytime you watch a WWE show, then, now, forever. And unfortunately, with wrestling retirements, one thing we've seen is that holds true as well. Um, they're not forever. And rumors have been swirling recently that the nature boy Ric Flair is making his return and you know what dropped today apparently a leaked um, thing on the dirt sheets his opponent for this return is going to be none other than the Hulkster the man with the biggest pythons in professional wrestling 22 inch pythons brother uh, Hulk Hogan <laughs> Um, I, you know, both of these guys got to take their vitamins because this is going to, Oh, they're taking more than vitamins. We're taking, sure. we're taking more than vitamins here. Some painkiller, you know, all, all of us, all the stuff that might need, might need to be used for this because we're talking about a wrestler, Rick Flair, 73 and Hulk Hogan is 68 years old. Actually, if this does happen after summer slams, Hulk Hogan would be 69 because he turns 69 August 11th. So, um, I mean, <laughs> if this is really what they're going to be doing, like, I just, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, did Hulk Hogan, I mean, did, I, th- I thought Hulk Hogan got his, you know, kind of closing out, like his, like his book is closed in wrestling. Maybe he feels like he hasn't either, but dude, like, how long is this match going to be? Like two minutes, three minutes? Like, I don't see any of these guys going past two, three minutes to be, I'm like so serious. These are two guys who are, we're talking 73 and 68 years old. And I talked about it last week with Ric Flair and his multitude of health problems that he has. I mean, Hulk Hogan himself, I mean, you know. Folks had how many back surgeries from the, you know, the dreaded leg drop of doom? Yep. Picking up Andre the Giant one too many times. Like, 
like, come on, like, this is just, it's ridiculous um, at this point. And, you know, I'll, I'll respect Ric Flair if he feels like that he needs to do this. I just, listen, I'm worried. I just worry about the, the health, you know, I, the product, I don't think it's going to be any good, um, quite frankly. But, I mean, these guys can't be taking bumps, man. Like, you know, like they're done. Yeah, like it should just it it should just be time to wrap it up. Like, ah, oh man, it's like I don't want to see that. And supposedly, su- supposedly, FTR is supposed to somehow be involved and and make it some sort of, you know, I guess six man tag. I'm sure is how it would work out eventually. But I mean, even that is like I don't know. I like, just don't want to see it. Like I, re- I have like fond memories of like watching like some of the old school stuff in the 80s and early 90s of like hogan and flair um like but you see I how bad vince mcmahon looked at wrestlemania he was he's 76 like see how yeah, slow like, he was like who wants to see two old guys go at it man i'm sorry no and like the thing is like even if you look at their tna stuff dude like no one wanted to watch that no like it was just bad like just i understand like it's hard for you to give up what you've done for the last you know 50 years of your life but like it's just time like take care of yourself like you know hogan's got his his gym and his in his t-shirt store and flair's got all kinds of you know business ventures as well like i don't know man like stay in the spotlight but like not the spotlight on on the ring like the thing with rick flair though as you know I think one thing with him is he likes to kind of always be in the spotlight. I mean, oh, we, yeah. I mean, he's been, I mean, I mean, what he was in, what was it? 2020 when he was Randy Orton's manager <clears throat> at one point, like the guy likes to be in his like spotlight. And I think we've seen that even, you know, past, like even like recently, like I mentioned. So listen, the guy was 73 and 68 years old, dude. Like, I don't want to see these two guys break a hip. I don't want to see anybody get injured. I would just rather them be, hey, make an appearance. That's fine. Okay. Like, great. Oh, Ric Flair's here. That's exciting. You're going to get a pop for that. You're going to get a pop for Hulk Hogan being there, right? I wanted, I don't want to see these guys in the match. I don't. Like, these guys aren't going to be stone cold and look pretty good, you know, when coming out of retirement after as long as, they, as he was. That have been, like, these are two guys that have had – I mean, they're way older than, than Stone Cold Steve Austin, not in much better shape. So I just kind of, I just kind of worry. And I really hope that I like, okay, I, I listen, if it goes well and it goes smoothly, sure. If Ric Flair feels good about it, it feels good how it ended. It feels like that he's kind of closed that chapter in his, his life. Great. Awesome. But I just worry about the health. I worry about, Something going wrong. It happens all the time in wrestling. There's, there's botches, especially when you're two older guys, like, and especially when you mm-hmm. haven't wrestled it as long as they have, you know, something's bound to go wrong. So I just worry about the health. That's it. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But, oh, man, I am just not excited for it. Um, but, you know, Carr, I, th- I sh- should we let the fans know who uh, – who we're talking to here yeah i mean i suppose we can I, this is exciting I'm, I'm very excited to have this guy on new interstate champion if you guys haven't seen it yet click off of the podcast right now we will give you guys like 10 seconds to do so because we're gonna spoil it spoiler alert who won you need to check out ctw presents unplugged which showcase pro set do it right now 126 Main Street, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. You need to go check out that video on the Daily Goat YouTube channel for the finals between the notorious Rambo Gottfried and the Brockton Brock blockbuster, the premier, the demented man himself, Louis Leon. Go check it out right now. I will give you guys five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Now you're going to be spoiled who we're going to have on. The new interstate champion, Rambo. Very excited to have this guy on. Great victory over Louis Leon, the premier himself. Great match. Rambo, obviously, he's a very talented guy. I got to, got the chance to meet him in person when we recorded Cheap Shot, and he had a match, obviously. If you haven't gone so, went to go see that video yet, please go check it out. But very talented in-ring performer. I'm very happy for him. He seems very determined. 
in his uh, his post win interview, he sounded very determined. He does not want to lose this belt. He'll go through anybody and fight tooth and nail to keep it. And I like that. I like that attitude. And I'm very excited to have him on. Yeah, you know, I I wish we were involved in this interview as well, but I will say congratulations to Rambo. Yeah, notoriously undefeated, notoriously having that championship mentality. Yep. Um, very very nice guy. Very big love for the big business and yes. just a great talent. And he he gets better every time he steps in that ring. So you know what, he is deserving of that CTW no in the state title. No hundred percent. No doubt. And, you know, he hasn't lost a match, I think, right? He's undefeated. Notoriously so, undefeated. Notoriously undefeated. And he is notoriously the champion, the mm-hmm. interstate champion. And TJ will be getting – you guys will be hearing that interview with Rambo and TJ. TJ will be conducting the interview. Shocker, he's not here to talk to us. But glad glad to have Rambo on the, on the show, though. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. And, and TJ would, like – had – asked me to mention that this will be you know two champions talking it out discussing oh, okay. you, know. you know i wish so 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 that's what it is he does he doesn't want to talk to us because we're not champions i mean i'm the predictions champion so maybe i don't know maybe that flaw is kind of maybe that's some sort of thing i don't know but he should be talking to us i don't know man oh yeah, you yeah. know car i i always look at too that the last time tj lost was to me mm-hmm. um you know tj versus me he's never beat me um you know so when i do get another opportunity and you know i will work my way back there i'm I'm not opposed to that i understand how this works i'll, I'll get my way back into a challenge but yep. um you know he just like we said earlier you have the belt or i'm sorry you have the briefcase and the predictions belt and you know what we will see where this leads us in the future for ctw um yeah as tj albin decides to be notoriously a little weasel mm. yeah i mean he is notoriously a coward honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna drop that word on him because i don't know where he's at i just want to talk to him face to face and if it's a champion's thing i guess it doesn't make sense because i'm the predictions champion maybe he just doesn't value that as high i don't know but whatever man i'll i guess i'll eventually see him whenever he decides to actually come here and talk to us, uh, it would be great. It would be really great. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have to be letting this interview go on with TJ and Rambo. Um, so Rambo, thank you again for joining us as I'll, I'll say. Um, and I'm sure I speak for car as well. Oh, yeah. um, very excited you- to have you on Rambo. It's going to be a, Hey, listen, TJ does a good interview. So I'm very excited to hear what Rambo kind of has planned and, you know, the notorious one himself is going to be on this podcast very shortly. So please stay tuned in to watch it or listen to it. And, you know, if you are looking to maybe find where this could be, Car, if you would just be so generous, so kind, so giving to let our fans know, to let our followers, our listeners know where they can follow Cheap Talk Wrestling. <clears throat> so you guys can follow uh, Cheap Wrestling at Cheap <clears throat> Wrestling, at Cheap Wrestling, at Cheap Wrestling. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure that was clear. You can follow us at Cheap Wrestling and look for us on all forms of podcasting, whether it be the Apple, the Spotify, the Google, the Yo Man Espanola, the HTTP Yo Man Espanola dot edu. Um, so shout out Colombia. Viva Colombia. Let's go, baby. Uh, and you know, thank you so much for following and listening to Cheap Talk Wrestling provided by the Daily Goat. And we will shoot you now over to TJ Albin and the notoriously new CTW Interstate Champion Rambo Gottfried. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, your CTW World Champion. As advertised, I am here on this episode. Unlike Carr and Dylan, from what they've said, I don't join the show. I have joined the show. But they have also lied to you. And I hate liars. And I hate how they're lying to you about getting the views because the notorious Rambo Godfrey, my, yes, and I will say my because it is my company, the CTW interstate champion the notorious rambo godfrey was advertised to be on this show this week 
No, 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 no. And I'm going to tell you that Dylan and Carr have been lying right to you the entire episode, saying that the notorious Rambo Godfrey's going to be on. Oh, he's such a great champion. Yeah, he's great. He's an awesome champion. And I'm glad that he is the first CTW interstate champion because I gave the opportunity for him to win that. And I'm glad that he's going to be on with me next week. Not this week that... You know, I feel like they wanted to rush into this. They wanted to they wanted to rush this episode. Oh, the, the new Interstate Champion's on. We gotta have him. They jumped the gun, and they said, oh, we're gonna have him on this week. No, 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 no. An episode like that is worth its own title, its own recording, its own podcast. Not with Deadweight. No, 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 no. And it doesn't deserve what, 44 minutes and 10 seconds worth of, I'll say, dead air. No, it doesn't deserve that. It deserves the full hour. It deserves the time put into an episode. The opening to the close deserves that. doesn't deserve the, the, oh my God, what kind of an introduction was that? Whew. Damn. I feel bad. I feel, you know what? It adds up. Okay, terrible introduction, doesn't know how to ref, doesn't know the proper ref gear. Okay, it adds up. It adds up. So, Dylan, I, I, I thank you for the, I guess, the best of the best introduction by you. But Carr, I mean... I, I mean, you just... I mean, didn't you just graduate in communications? Being on the radio? Don't you know how to bring things in like that? But you also have your own podcast. Don't you know how to do things like that? I guess not. <laughs> but one thing I have learned in my time as a host, in my years and experience, is that don't bite the hand that feeds you. You both want to keep going around this fishbowl on CTW. You guys are like goldfish. Have you guys keep circling the fishbowl because you guys just keep going round and round with the same thing. Oh, he's a weasel. He's this. He doesn't show up. He's like the champion that we previously had. He's this. He's that. Damn. Wow. You guys really have some great material. Man, it's the same thing every week. I feel bad for the viewers. They're just listening to the same bullshit every single week. But at least I'm coming up with new material about both of you. I mean, at least. I mean, Carr, with you, forget it. There's a thousand and one different things I could say about you. Am I going to say them all out? No, I don't use my ammo like that. You see, I take time with everything. Unlike both of you that just want to shoot your shot and blow your load. No. No, 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 no. No. I've let this dream of mine settle for a while, being your CTW champion, twice now. And I'm not letting Dumb and Dumber here steamroll over this. This is my story. This is my podcast. This is my show. This is my company. And if they want to keep going around this fishbowl, I hope they get tired at some point. Because every little fish just turns over eventually. Because their provider didn't feed them. So keep on going around that fishbowl, boys. Maybe one day I'll forget to feed you. But for now, I will bid you people adieu. Oh, you know, actually, no, I, I almost forgot. Car, you you brought up today about the briefcase, your briefcase. Like I said, you like that fish. Not only do they keep going around, they're also very forgetful. I feel like you forget that you have that briefcase. Yeah, but I feel like you also forget who gave you back that briefcase. Because you originally lost that opportunity cashing against the former champion. Yeah, I get you fell ill. But who gave you that opportunity? I could have said no, no. But I knew this plan had a better ending for someone else, but not you. 
So I knew that eventually once I won it, this would happen. So Carr, if you do want your CTW championship opportunity, take it in a match. Or that briefcase just becomes a box of memories for you of your short reign as CTW champion. And the way you lost it, I mean, at this point, we'll put pictures in there of how you lost that briefcase and how excited you were to win an opportunity when you were the champion going into that video. Man, I'm glad I wasn't you that day. <laughs> so... Rambo and I will see you next week right here on CTW. Same bat time, same bat channel. Just without the dead weight. So, I will bid you adieu and we will catch you. Oh, I'm not sorry. Not we. I will catch you next week right here on Cheap Talk Wrestling. Like always, keep it cheap. And I will see you next week right here.